Hey everybody, thanks for jumping on here. Um, we're adding some midweek content, so this is on video, we're on YouTube, we're also on podcast with this if you're listening, to try to help us with these virtues that we're trying to cultivate this summer. And so what we're trying to do is reach for the fruit of the Spirit, but what we've been learning is that we can't just try to kind of like try not to go the evil direction. We have to cultivate the virtue. That's what gives us power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so today I want to start with the first of the list I just preached about the other day. If you're in church, um, we're talking about love. And I asked my friend Lisa Gutierrez, who you've maybe met before. She's one of our church's best partners. A lot of the great stuff we're doing in the community Thank came you. through uh, the friendship that the Lord has given to her and I. And uh, it's what I found is always true. You can have lots of friends everywhere, but there's a special connection when you meet people who have the same faith. Amen. And so uh, we're talking about love. You are, we were just talking about it, and you, you hesitate to take a compliment, I know, <laughs> but you're tireless in your service to our community. When, and the more vulnerable the person is, the more tireless that you get. I imagine that that is fueled by something more than just a desire to help. I see it as being a very love-oriented way of being. How does that, um, how did that fire develop in you? Um, you know, I think it's in all of us. It's not just in me. Um, however, I fed it. And it started with my parents, right? They fed it. I was born and raised in a Christian home. Um, and they fed me scripture. And then they fed me their acts. I could see what they were doing. And you don't necessarily have to be born in that type of mm-hmm. home to feed that that fruit. And um, it became, uh, at one point, like we all do in those teenage years, and it's, oh, just all about me, you know, and, oh, the drama of my life. Um, and then you mature, and you realize uh, that you are loved beyond words, and you realize that um, because he loved us so much, you have enough to give. And so oftentimes I meet people that will say, well, I, I don't have a talent. Well, I don't do this. I don't have that. We all have something. I mean, Moses had a staff, right? And with that, he led, you know. And so um, it's using whatever talent you have and turning that into a love for your community. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's, it always comes back when people say, what do you do, what you do? It always comes back to, God has done so much for me, Luke. How can I not? My cup runneth over. How can I just keep this to myself? You yeah. know. And the more I give, the more it grows. Because as I plant that in someone else, yeah. it grows and they plant it further and further. And if there's one thing this world needs me in, it's love. Yeah. Most definitely. I was talking in, in church this week about how um, love is different than moral superiority. Mm-hmm. And a lot of your work kind of intersects with people that are struggling yes. for all different kinds of reasons. Right. And I think for people of faith, sometimes we, we, um, we get towards like, right, but like why, what mistake did they make or what sin did they commit that got them homeless? What mistake did they make or what sin did they commit that got them as a person who doesn't know the language here in this country, maybe with papers, maybe with not trying to take a job or whatever. And, right, right. And um, I, I think they'll feel like the Lord has been taking me on a journey. And I've, you've taught me about learning to see with a different eye. Even maybe those are good questions. Maybe those are questions that need an answer. But I see you as a person who's giving love to everyone, regardless of if they maybe deserve it or not. 
which is a little different thing, right? Jesus talked about this, like, it's easy to love people that love you. Who doesn't love their family? Who doesn't Absolutely. Love? But Absolutely. people who aren't always the easiest to love. Right. I see you extending that hand just the same. How do we develop that more? So, and just teach us a little bit about so it. So I'm not, you know, morally greater than anybody else. You know, I'm just like you. I'm human, right? Um, I've had cases, Luke, where the person comes in, I kid you not, and... I could feel my brain already tingly thinking, oh, this person doesn't need my help. They come in and they're dressed to a T, nails are done, they're driving the latest car out there, and they're coming in because they need my help? Shouldn't they be making a donation instead? <laughs> and right away, by appearances, I'm going to judge right away. Um, but when you take the time to get to know the person and you hear the story, you realize that's a facade or that's a borrowed car or that was a gift from someone. And you realize that they are no different mm-hmm. than I am. As a matter of fact, I've been given more opportunities than them. And so in those incident, instances, and, I, I, and our staff as well, it's something that we really struggle with. It's saying we always want to be equitable. We always want to be fair. So we have to treat everybody um, with the same respect that we want to be treated. But we need to listen to their backstory and to their story. That's when you realize we are no greater and they are no greater. We are the same. We are humans. We are all the same. And the more we practice that love and kindness, you know, I remember talking to once to um, a coworker and I said, you know what, you're going to fake it till you make it because this is a human being that needs your help. And in doing that, in doing that, they start to get to know the person. and, And that's when you realize, wow, this person is Christ died for them. Same as me. I am yeah, no yeah. better just because of the color of the skin. I am no better because I decided not to do drugs. And they tried it that one time and now they're hooked. I am no better because I was born in this country versus that country. But the more you practice it, that's why I feel like with the fruit of the spirits, you always think about them as fruits, but they have seeds. Mm-hmm. You got to plant those seeds. And in acting on, the, on those fruits of the spirits, you plant those seeds and they do grow. So for me, it's always the action, the action, the action of those fruit of the Spirit. It's not just having them, you know. It's the action, right? Um, it, it tells of what is in, in you, right? And so if you see in me love for my neighbors, because I'm practicing and I am planting those seeds as often as I can, even when oftentimes I don't want to go out there and sow, you know. Even in times when I'm thinking this person's better off than I am, you know. You still practice it. And, you know, I'm, I'm surprised at how much... Um, how much you get back. So we've done a few different projects now together and we're dreaming about some, right, I'll give you guys the insight. Right before we started filming this, we started talking about a project we were working on and both of us are really excited about yes. in like eight minutes when we're finished with this, that's the we're part we're actually really excited yes. about. <laughs> yes. Uh, one of the things that I've learned and I'm learning is that helping people, helping my community, helping my neighborhood is always messier than it feels like it should be. It never quite like, it's just never like perfect. Never easy. There's always this part that where you're like, ah, ah. And um, I think that's where the love comes in. Right. Because love is the fuel to kind of zoom past all the parts where it can be easy to get bogged down and just say, fine, just don't bother. You and I have been talking about a project for like a year and a half that we're still trying to get off the ground. But love is patient. There you go. Kind. So. How do we, um, I see in the work that you do in our community, there's such a, it takes a long time. Mm-hmm. And there's just this kind of 
approach of love that allows me to keep going, keep mm-hmm. going, keep going, keep going. And you're not just serving the community at like in the social sector, you're also part of the public sector right. where things take such a long time. Yes. How does love fuel your ability to keep on kind of, like you're saying, planting seeds, waiting for the seeds, keeping on going? You know, I always remember that verse in the Bible where, you know, we just plant the seed, God gives the growth, yeah. you know? And so if I'm planting with love, and at first it was, I'm planting this with love and then I'm going to put a whole bunch of nitrogen in it and I'm going to put as much into it so it grows, it grows, trying to force it to grow. When I do it my way, it, it doesn't work. It becomes sickly. It, it dies. However, when I just plant it gently, you know, God's yoke is easy, right? Jesus said my yoke is easy. So when I do it easy, when I just say, okay, I'm just going to plant this, I'm going to pray over it, and I'm going to let it go, and I'm going to come back and check on the progress and keep giving love to it. I'm not going to force it, a whole bunch of nitrogen to make it grow or a whole bunch of fertilizer to make it grow. I'm just going to make it easy, give it time, give it time. Um, it's much like gardening. It comes back. It yeah. comes back. Um, uh, so like you were saying with patience and how, how do you make this grow is by practice, you know, um, faith without works is dead, right? So we talk about as Christians about the fruits of the spirits. What are you doing to put those fruits of the spirit into action? And that's, you know, we have to put it into action. And so practice it, practice it, practice it. And you don't have to practice it in a big giant way and saying, oh, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z for my community. It's going to be huge. I mean, you and I started small, right? Yeah. Yeah, It's like, hey, I have this one little favor. And now... Now, Good News is our go-to partner. Um, You've helped us so much tremendously. You have impacted lives and the lives of children in ways that, you know, these kids are never going to forget what you've done for them because that this little church in this neighborhood helped me, you know, did something so big. Um, And you practiced it. And that's what I want to say with love. You got to practice it. And then you sit back and you rely on God. You just rely on God. So you may not know this or not, but I talked about this um, Almost always when the Apostle Paul in the New Testament talks about love, he uses a verb, not a noun. And mm-hmm. it's a verb that means show love. Yeah. And so it's not this like, you've nailed it. It's not this like passive feeling right. that we associate, you know, Valentine's no. Day, all that or whatever. No. It is this active energy. So uh, we have a fruit that goes with every one of the... Okay. A fruit that goes with the fruit. So love goes with the strawberry... Strawberries are often associated with love and affection because the heart shape, the mm-hmm. red color. Mm-hmm. They symbolize the sweetness, but sometimes tartness mm-hmm. and tenderness of love that should be present in a Christian's life. So what I love about the strawberry is the metaphor. Mm-hmm. Is uh, I love a good strawberry. You? Yeah. All right, come on. We're going to take one here. You take right, one. Awesome. Don't bite that yet, though. We're going to eat in just a second. Okay. So here's the thing about the strawberry is that sometimes you get the really sweet ones mm-hmm. and sometimes you get the really sour ones. Right. And you never know. Never know. Kind of know, you know, like these are the darker ones. Yeah. A little sweeter, but you never know till you like. All right, ready? Yeah. One, ready. two, three. Let's hope. Oh, I got a sour one. This is sweet. It did work out. I'm glad we gave our guests the sweet one. This is sweet. But you never know. Right. You know. You never know. And when we're giving, when we're loving each other, helping one another, like I have this vivid memory. We did that. Uh, Awesome project back in the fall with the people for our community. We got all those bikes together. Yeah. And that was a crazy night. We're like out there, the National Guard is there. And it was like, it was dark. It was a really meaningful experience. But I have this vivid memory of this one guy circling around like about three minutes after we gave him a bike to help him get to work. 
I started going around and being like, I don't really like this one. He said like through a trainer, I don't really like this one. Can I have that one? I'm pointing at another one. And in that moment in your flesh, you want to be just like, get the bleep out of this place. Do you know? But that reveals, I feel like the pride in us that's like, um, I'm better because I'm the giver. We're not. And I like really spent a lot of time thinking about this like, like visceral emotional reaction I had to that moment when I'm thinking if I was in a place where I didn't speak the language and I was clawing to try to like get a toehold for my family and try to find a job in this and that, I'd be doing whatever I could to make things the best for me too. Right. But this like, um, people of faith this is where I want to end. I want to get one more answer from you. People of faith have this tendency towards moral superiority yes. instead of love. And just as we think about our community, which hides poverty pretty well in a lot of ways. Right. Um, how should we just give us some thought about how we can grow in loving our neighbor as ourselves, even those less fortunate in our community? Right. So, so we talked about, and you said something very important. We're very good at hiding poverty. We're absolutely wonderful at it. Um, so I remember that when that happened and I thought like you, I thought, dude, just take the bike and go. <laughs> totally Before, right. Do you know how tired I am? I want to go home. Just take this, just, just go. But, um, <laughs> makes me feel a little bit better than no, I didn't know you, you too. Cause we've never talked one. about it till right now. We did. Yeah. <clears throat> you weren't the only one, but, um, silence. I've learned to be silent and be still. And because I get a lot of moments like that, I, I remember going with people through the, the, the whole idea that they need boots and bringing some of my boots from home saying, these boots don't fit me on my bottom too big. Maybe they fit you. I've worn them twice. And to have someone uh, at the hotel say to me, uh, they're not my color or my style. And I thought you would rather walk in the snow without boots. Okay. Um, and so I went and angrily bought them a pair of boots and when I brought them a new pair the joy that they had and all of that I uh I was surprised and it wasn't that they didn't like the color it was that they were also too big for them then they didn't know how to tell me you know no that this doesn't fit me thank you no it's like oh it's just the color like they were they would rather tell me that the color doesn't than than the size I don't know why that is. I don't know why that is. But I'm so glad I kept my mouth quiet. I just zipped it up. And I went and I bought a new pair. And they were so joyful, thankful. And they said, they don't fit. It's not the right fit. And I'll tell you why. So it ends up this person actually broke in their ankle on, on the route here for, in Panama. So often for us as Christians, the best thing we can do is swallow our pride. And this is tough. Yeah, it sure you, is. You ready? Just be quiet. Yeah. And just hand it over to God. And to say, God, I, I'm struggling with this right now. Like, I really want this guy just to take this bike and get out of my face, right? Because they were, that was pretty rough that day. But just to be silent and say, okay, you want this one? All right. Because let's be honest, they have pride too. Yeah, yeah right. They don't right. want to look right. like they're poor. So no, they want the newer bike. Because we hide poverty well in the U.S. And that's exactly what they're doing. That's exactly what they're doing. So just to practice it. Sit back and be silent and let God do the rest. 
Awesome. We've been really helped by this. I hope you've been encouraged like I have. Thank, Thank you so you. much for your time. Thank and you. We're thankful for all the great things we got coming in the community. Thanks, right. guys, awesome. for listening and for watching. This is good news. We'll see you soon.